Hello, and welcome to Jason Kale's Basement of Jams, Rocking Mental Health. My name is Jason, and I hope everyone is okay. But if not, that's okay. It is okay not to be okay. It really is. And I will be repeating this over and over. Why will I be repeating this over and over? We've got to knock down the stigma. The stigma regarding mental health, the stigma that things cannot be talked about. We're supposed to keep this bottled up. You're supposed to just get over this. But we've got to bust that down because we've got to talk about it. The way that we get to healing and get to stronger mental health is by talking about it. So I want to throw my passion, my drive, and my desire to knock down that stigma that surrounds mental health. It has to be done. We go nowhere if we can't talk about it first. Speaking of not being okay, and also just not recognizing it, I am going to tell you my story today. Why my story? Well, it's the one I know. It is not the worst story out there. It's not the best story, but it is my story. It will not be exactly like your story or others you hear. Really, no two stories are alike. But this is my story, and I believe it can at least be relatable to your story and experiences. I did not recognize for a very long time that I was not okay. I mean, I knew something was up, but I wasn't allowing myself to see it. One could say I was in denial. I had been treated for anxiety for a lot of years. But I never recognized or thought of myself as depressed. Never really looked at myself deep enough or really allowed myself to reflect on where I was. And I was drinking. I now see it as I was drinking to hide from myself. It was my medicine for treating something I didn't recognize or didn't want to recognize. It wasn't a lot at first, but as time went on, it began to snowball. And that snowball, once it started rolling on down that hill, picked up speed and began to grow. It grew into a huge problem. It no longer was a means of escape for me. It became the fuel for a fire that was raging inside of me. I wasn't happy. I think I knew I wasn't happy. But I became really good at masking it. I have dealt with some things as I've lived my day-to-day -day life. We all do. I struggle with my self-worth. Struggled with where I stood with people. Struggled with where I wanted to go with my life. Struggled with what legacy I was going to leave behind. I struggled with feeling like my life was stagnant and meaningless. I have a great family and I feel like I have a lot of friends. I like to spend time with all of them. I like to laugh and joke around, listen to good music, gotta go see a million Pearl Jam shows, and so on and so forth. On the outside, I was living a pretty sweet life. On the inside, though, I was wrestling with that so-called sweet life. I am grateful for my family, friends, and all the great things I get to do and have done in my life. I am probably more fortunate than some others. I get that. 
I'm not trying to put anyone down, just trying to give a little perspective of me and where I thought I was. These great things have continued. But I have to admit, the hollow, empty, numb feeling began to grow. Why is that? Can't you just shake it off? What is going on? I didn't allow myself to know. So I drank. What started as not a lot began to grow. I don't think I wanted to figure out what was happening, even though deep down inside, I think I did want to know. So I continued to drink. The more I drank, especially when I started drinking alone, the dark thoughts began to creep in and they became darker and darker. You are not good enough. Your life is meaningless. No one will remember you. You have no legacy. You suck at your job. You suck at your friends. You suck at life, you big piece of crap. So I drank. The drinking did help at times to numb the thoughts. But after a while, the drinking began to fuel my thoughts. The fire was beginning to burn out of control. A big, big thing that likes to rear its ugly head, especially when I'm deep into a night of drinking as much as I possibly can, is the fact that my wife and I can't have kids. I'll get more into this down the road as it is really hard to talk about. But those horrible thoughts, especially the legacy part, is fueled from that. It's been a tough pill to swallow. But we have swallowed it, mostly. It does still rear its ugly head. I have to throw this one out there as it plays a huge role in all of this. It plays a huge role in some of the other thoughts that I was having about myself. Nothing I could do was good enough. I thought I was a failure. People tell you that you are not, and they try and build you up. But when it is burning so deep inside of you, you will not believe anything. You will just shrug it all off. Also, I can be very stubborn. I want to do everything myself. I'm not great at asking others to help me, even with projects. I internalize everything, and it eventually blows up. I wasn't always good at even talking about what bothers me with even my wife. I mean, my wife, the one I should be able to share everything with. But I was stubborn. I was in denial. The way I was doing things was taking me down a very dark road. A very destructive, dark road. All of these horrible thoughts I was having were beginning to take a huge toll on me. To the point that the denial and the self-medication, that wasn't even medication anymore. It was destroying who I was. Honestly, I was beginning to forget who I was. I felt like an empty shell of myself or a shadow or something you could see but really couldn't touch. I felt like I was disappearing. The thoughts started to creep in about maybe just ending it all. I was having thoughts of suicide. What? Me? 
Mr. Pretty Good Life? Yep. It can happen to any of us. Let me repeat. It can happen to any of us. But I never thought it would happen to me. But it did. These thoughts would be at their biggest when it was late at night and everybody had left. I was still up, still drinking, and was left with my own thoughts. It really was a terrible combination. The thoughts of hurting myself were getting too big. I remember the last night that I drank. I remember thinking before I even started drinking, this isn't going to end well. It did give me pause, but it didn't stop me. So I drank. I hung out with friends. We had a good time. It was July 2019, so it was a nice night to hang out on the deck. And summers are the most festive time to be drinking. And then the night ended. But I didn't. And here come those damn thoughts again. Oh my gosh. They were strong. I could visualize what and how I was going to do it. So I made myself go to bed. I was terrified. I woke up the next morning still terrified. I tried to get ready for work, but the thoughts and how strong those thoughts were, were so strong still, so vivid. I went back to bed and laid there thinking, I can't go to work. All I could think about is that I couldn't trust myself. Hell, I might even drive myself off the road. I was terrified at how much I didn't care anymore. It was like nothing I've ever felt before. I was crying. I'll admit it. I was crying. I was so afraid. I called my wife as she'd already left for work. I had to. This wasn't going well. I was beginning to reach out. Reaching out at my lowest moment. She came home. She called my doctor as I couldn't make a decision on what I wanted to do. So we went to the ER. I'm going to admit, leaving the house was almost impossible. But I knew deep down inside I had to. And the ER explained what had gone down the night before. And what I had been thinking about days and even months before it led to that moment. I was diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. And I was also left with a choice. I could go home and attempt to take care of this new diagnosis as an outpatient. Knowing that my old way of doing things was right there waiting for me. Or I could stay as an inpatient on the mental health floor and start my treatment there. You want to talk about the toughest decision ever. I was basically making a decision between doing things myself as I had been doing them all along or finally allowing my stubborn self to ask for help and really wanting it and seeking it. My wife and I were left alone to talk. In the end, I made the best decision I have ever made for myself, for my wife, for my family. For my friends, I decided to stay and get help. It didn't change the fact that I was still afraid. Who isn't afraid of the unknown? 
afraid of being cut off from the outside world is you get no cell phone and you can't just leave whenever you want to. But it was the best decision I could have made. I was given the beginnings of the tools that I needed to make a difference for myself. The best thing is that I made a decision to keep on fighting and working for myself. Fighting and working for myself in the best way possible. I really wanted to turn all of this around. I also decided as part of what I needed to do was that I had to make drinking a thing of my past. Adios, later, gone. That part of my life will forever be a part of me, but that part of my life was over. It was time to move on. So I have been moving on. We will get into some of the ways that I have used to move on and move forward. We will talk about what has worked. Talk about what is working. Talk about what I still need to do. What I could be doing better. Talk about some of my fears still. Talk about some of the things that I'm battling. Some of the things that still just perplex me and make me think, you know, why am I thinking this? That is really what all of this is about. What I want this podcast to be. Us working on us through some of my experiences. Really though, as I keep saying I and me a lot, I really mean it to be you, we, and us. All of this is as much for me as it is for the collective we. So over the next several episodes, we'll start diving a little deeper. Begin to spell it all out. Look at what we can do to remain on the road to recovery. We'll look at what works, what doesn't work, what I would like to learn more about, and how it also works and can be implemented into my life. I am not a mental health care professional. I am a client. I am not exactly like you, but we are also very similar. Nothing I say should replace ever seeing the professionals and continuing on with what they say. This is supposed to be more of an ancillary building block that when attached to the treatment from a professional, we can grow stronger and stronger from the combination. I hope you are well, and if that isn't the case, it is okay to not be okay. It really, really is. I hope everybody has a great day, and thank you, thank you for listening to Jason Kale's Basement of Jams. Rocking mental health.